Hey everybody! Is that how we always start? What is? Hey guys! Hey guys! Hey everybody! Yeah. It's better. <laughs> yeah. Hello everyone. Hello world. It's Scott, see, uh, Word, Zach, WordPress and Ty. Greg and Kelsey are out of town, and so no Greg. And so if you can tell right now that the recording quality has gone down significantly, it's. Well, you can do the math. Yeah. There is. There is one variable in this equation that allows us to have good sound and yeah that variable is gone. not me yeah yeah nor me so it's uh, me. yeah it's it ty. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah no actually ty since you're here maybe ty is the reason that it, it, it's either yeah yeah ty. Uh, it's, oh, ty. it's all my fault just can't handle those <laughs> highs and those lows oh man <laughs> We ripped on you last week when you weren't there. Yeah. Oh, man. You can listen to it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I have trouble listening to the podcast it is. I'm so behind on so many podcasts. Uh, I still haven't listened to one of ours. Okay. Still. Come on. To the, to the day. Do, I, I what's your favorite podcast? Let's put that on the table. Do you have a favorite one? Yeah. I would, uh, yeah so I, I like Theology in the Raw is a good one. Uh, Preston Sprinkle. That's good. I am going to... Put this out there. Oh no! I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast. Wow. I've listened to audiobooks, which is kind of a podcast. I've listened to. Uh, okay, I've listened to. <laughs> you can't back your way in. I've listened to. If it's on recordings tape. that were oh. put into a podcast, but that's not a podcast. Not at all. No. No, I haven't listened to a podcast. <clears throat> I I don't really I don't have a commute. But unless you're walking, so I like to listen when I'm walking. Yeah, and that's kind of fun. Is it 15, 15 yeah. minutes? I can walk to my house Speed in twenty. Walking? It's twenty-two minutes. Wow. In the skyway, a, it's a little bit shorter. If you I you should get a razor scooter, not well, an electric one, just just an old-fashioned yeah. leg-powered razor the, scooter the, with the rollerblade wheels. Yeah, do some tail whips. <laughs> yeah. Double tail whip, yeah. Superman. <laughs> that yeah. would be good. Yeah, I. Uh, no, I like podcasts. I I like uh, Hidden Brain is good. That's an an NPR one. Would you say that if I've listened to NPR, yeah, I've, no, by that, by means of NPR, I've automatically listened to podcasts. Yeah, so Hidden there Brain, the moth. So there are a couple that I do listen in podcast form that I do listen to, in on podcasts, not necessarily on the radio. So yeah. Hidden Brain, that's NPR. Yeah. Uh, How I built this, that's also NPR. How I built this. Or, yeah. How, how. Yeah. How I built this. That's a, that's another good, really good one. Yep. And uh, the TED Radio Hour. I, I yep. like TED Talks. The TED Radio Hour kind of is a, a shorter form of that to get some backstory and stuff. That's kind of good. Yeah. Um, I like the Moth. Do you ever? The Moth is amazing. The Moth has. They yep. put all their stuff out on podcast, and I love story, and I love the Moth is just raw and how they. Yeah. Uh, just real people, not, prof- not some are professional, but yeah. just real people. I mean, if you want like a, an emotional experience, just tune into the Moth Radio Hour and yep. get get ready to get hit by a tearjerker. Yeah, I would love. We should, if they do, they do Moth events here in Minneapolis. Yeah. And I would love to go. And they also do the story slams where everybody puts their name in the hat, and if yeah. you get drawn, you get to share a story. Yeah. We should do it. Yeah. Uh, what would you share? I have a couple that you could share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a few things. A few things. So, you didn't say anything, Ty. No, I I was just waiting for you to finish. Wait, you're gonna stop talking. <laughs> you're just you're just gonna you're just gonna go down the rabbit trail, and so I'm gonna just see where we're gonna end up. Um, I mean, no, I, I we we listen we do our podcast not so that people can understand our messages, but. So people can hear us talk about random stuff yeah, every there week. We go. Actually, you know the real we we know the real reason we do this podcast. Sure, sure, it's cool that people can listen, I guess, but it's really good for us to talk things out. Yeah, that's the, nice. that's the best part, and and we have done this process for uh, for many many years. It's just we haven't always recorded it, so that's yeah. that's why we do it. Yeah. Okay, Ty. Now go. Now go. I like the. So uh, the there Holy was. Po- a, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Holy Post podcast. It used to be um, Holy Phil, Post. It used to be the Phil Vischer podcast, oh. um, but then he kind of realized it wasn't just him. Mm, it was good. Um, I, 
But I'm about like three years behind in that. I'm still listening to 2016. Oh, I'm four years behind. Wow. Do you? So I've given up. I'm okay with not going backwards. Yeah. Just I, I leave it lie. So, in fact, I don't do podcasts like Serial. Uh, that they do series podcasts yeah, on yeah. over a bigger story, and uh, if I'm doing a road trip, that would be the way to do that. But otherwise, I just can't do it. I just I can't. It's. I'll skip one or miss one or somehow my podcasting, whatever I use, doesn't know where I left off and then it's just as terrible. I can't. I'm a completionist. I have to start at the beginning. Oh. So I Is actually... that kind of like being a contortionist? Yeah. No. Same thing, just different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but like um, Mark, who lives in, lives in our community, um, he hands me his business card and on it is his YouTube channel. Yeah. And so now I've gone back seven years no. and I'm watching no I'm no. watching his no. videos from seven years ago no. are they how how what does he talk is it just him talking it's, so he does he does um underwater ASMR. item recovery oh darn yeah. I was hoping it was underwater ASMR <laughs> I mean the videos are mostly that yeah it's, it's him underwater and his recovery. Little, is this a hobby or his job um I think it's it was his job and then he had a lot of injuries so now it's his side gig it sounds like he does something else now. Um, but yeah, so he does underwater item recovery and it's under, like watching. U W I R under Uwer? Uwer? Oh, because underwater is one word. You're right. Or underwater item recovery. Yeah. Weir. It should be Okay. This Just go with underwater item recovery. <laughs> I was thinking it was gonna be a, this great acronym. No. T shirt. No. Nope, it's not. No. So Seven years ago, whenever I pull up a YouTube video that's before, like, three years ago, the quality is so poor, like, the oh, video quality and stuff. This is, like, GoPro seven years ago, so it's it's fantastic quality. <laughs> but, but, like, the newer ones look, look pretty good. Does he do voiceover of his... He does text on the screen. I don't think I've seen one yet where he does voiceover. It's, like, oh, he'll, like, I... put text, like, what was this item? Who had this golden locket? It's, it's intriguing. Like, yeah. Um, his channel's Mojo's Mind. So a little shout out to Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Today's today's podcast is sponsored by Mojo's Mind. Mojo's yeah. Mind. Underwater item recovery. You, Check him out. You, uh, Leave a comment are... in the suggestion box below. <clears throat> Some things happening in the corner church world. Greg and Kelsey are coming back tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> uh, a couple things that are happening. We've got uh, this week on Thursday. Uh, the North Loop Corner Coffee has its customer appreciation day. So if you want a free drink, come between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. Uh, check out Corner Coffee North Loop. Bring a friend. Bring your office. Bring a van load. If you want to go to Hertz and rent out a 15-passenger Ford Econoline van, bring load it up. Or you can go on Turo and rent, rent, a, rent a my rent your minivan six-seater. That can't handle the suspension weight of six people. It can't? Uh, no. My first trip ever on that was these oh, five yeah. very big men yeah. going to Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, the shocks were at 50,000 miles when I when they left, and the shocks came back at about 125,000 <laughs> miles. Yeah. So come to that uh, if you want a free drink. Uh, hang out at the Corner Coffee World. I love, this is a big thing for me, and I, uh, I I know each of our coffee shops, I remember times when showing up and it wasn't open and you have to unlock, and especially in Camden, there was many months where it was not, the coffee shop wasn't open, we were either under construction or it was before it was even happening, and you'd, you'd show up, you'd unlock the door, it's just quiet, it's empty, and... It's amazing when you show up at any of our coffee shops and it's alive, it's well, it's going, it's people hanging, it's adding value to community. It's beautiful. And so yesterday, uh, yeah, uh, Tori, <clears throat> Tori came in, grabbed some stuff. Uh, Tori's a part of our church community. She's actually speaking in the North Loop here in a, like a month or so. Uh, but uh, she came in, and I, I love it when a corner church person comes in and goes, Wow, what's happening here? I'm just like, well, uh, it's just, we're open. What a beautiful yeah. moment. Yeah. 
that's happening. And then uh, just a couple other things. We have our uh, painting work day happening on the 9th, so that's a week from Sunday in Uptown. And there's two shifts, a uh, 12.30 to 4.30, a 4.30 to 8.30. And uh, the front is 99% done. A little oh, bit of so good. Yeah, that's which is great because those, the front entranceway and the front restrooms and the kitchen area are areas that we're going to take a lot of extra time and kind of piddly painting. And uh, we had a missions group, YWAM group from Redding, California, that They're did so awesome. did did that. And uh, we're gonna just on the ninth gonna paint the main room, and it's gonna man, it's beautiful. We have this deep dark uh accent color that's like a charcoal gray it's got like this it doesn't really have a color tone to it it's not supposed to so it doesn't have like a red or a blue in it but it's just this deep color so it's not burgundy it's not burgundy or teal and then we have a a really nice just a i mean it's it's bright but uh it's not a glossy white it's this eggshell white that's really really cool and so i mean is eggshell any different than actual white maybe there's like three percent of the population that can tell the difference yeah I there's can't. there are so many colors of white I, all i know is that white used to have in the 90s they used to put a little bit of yellow tint in it and i think it was just because to make us a, a wall look like it was smoker stained before it was smoker stained <laughs> I don't know, but that there was a season where it had yellows and blues as these light tints, but now this is a white without it. Mm-hmm. If you want to see our colors, go to the new Dayton's development, uh, <laughs> right in downtown, right in the middle of downtown. Like you can go inside now. Yeah, it's open on the skyway level, and okay. they use the exact same colors we did. Oh yeah, it's good. I yeah. I forgot we walked in there. It's bright. Yeah, it hurts bright. my eyes. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. So that's happening, and then uh, we'll keep nudging people towards man this is the rockin world of connection groups is yeah. kicking it's starting this week i think it's uh-huh. going to be a, a good season i'm yep. looking forward to it there's a lot of things i want to be part of this season yeah and let me maybe we can quickly rifle through these if yeah i know most of the stuff but so coaching 101 is one that i'm leading if you want introduction to what coaching is and how to use coaching principles in real life this is incredible i, I can't wait we have we got about eight people that are signed up now. Um, we generally cap it at about 10, so move quickly. Uh, there's uh, the Saturday morning Bible studies, the other one that I'm involved in, and that's a reading scripture together on Saturday mornings from 9.30 to 10.30. Uh, we're reading through Judges. We're Ooh. just starting Judges. We finished Joshua. Yeah. And uh, it was so great. Joshua has about, I don't know, we had about 10 weeks where it's just them pillaging and uh we really struggled through that and now we're moving into a new book and so a nice easy book you yeah, know judges, judges you know super easy no, <laughs> no pillaging <clears throat> yep we uh probably eight or nine years ago uh, started reading through mm-hmm. the old testament and uh we're at judges wow <laughs> so by the time you die you might make it yeah to revelation and over the time period there's been uh, several people that have been there for different seasons. Uh, Dick Rubenstein, part of our church community, has been—he's been with it from day one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so come and hang with that. What about the other ones? That's great. With uh, the take a deeper questions. Yeah, is that Paul and Cindy? Yep. They host in the North Loop here. It's uh, yep. gathering to talk about the questions of each week from the service. We have take a deeper questions every week, and they uh, get together and just really dive into those questions and. I encourage you, if you're at a point where you want to talk more about what we talk about on Sundays, this is a great option to do it. Uh, then we have the friend zone. Bum, bum, bum. This is not the friend zone that you're used to thinking about. What, I'm not used to anything. Well, is, that like a, is that a pop culture you're, reference? You're in your 40s, so friend zone is, you know, it's a little <laughs> Is it it's like Saturday morning TV? No, not, no, no. Is it like Saved by the uh, Bell or something? It, very much not. <laughs> Friend zone is typically when, uh, it can be a guy or a girl, but a lot of times it's when a guy is interested in a girl and she's not interested in him, so she'll say something or do something to reinforce that they're just friends. Oh. And that's called being placed in the friend zone. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But 
This is not this connection group. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Our friend zone connection group, Val, uh, from Uptown, is It's not a dating it. thing? No, it's not okay, a dating okay. thing. It really okay. is an opportunity to just come together and be friends, to hang out and do fun stuff all That's over so the Twin Cities. It's so funny that you say that because I'm pretty sure I did some editing. I couldn't understand why she said, get out of the... Before friend zone? Oh, yeah. Yep. Nope. Just kidding! Yeah. Get out of the friend zone. <laughs> no. It's, I mean, they're doing everything from, uh, I think they're doing some ice skating. Or no, that's the winter group. No, they're doing mini golf. Oh, they're doing mini golf at KK Wonderland. They're going to go hiking at Minnehaha Falls. Uh, They're going to go to Psycho Susie's Motor Lounge. Yeah, doing Um, fun stuff together. Just fun stuff together, yeah. Social entrepreneurship. This is our, uh, Lizzie and Tori are just, uh, I'm going to put them in the experts of... uh, Entrepreneurs, especially nonprofit startups. If mm-hmm. I had money, I'd hire Tori to uh, organize my life. <laughs> be great. Uh, Tori, it's not worth it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they too, are, are, are going to be together, being uh, stretching each other and just creativity and, and starting and working through that process. Um, yeah. The Elemental Experience Group. Uh, Giselle from Uptown is leading a study in um, kind of how God, as a creator, has used uh, just all the different elements in the creation experience. And and she's really, sounds like trying to use each of the elements in kind of like a tactile way each week. So just talking through that. And I think it's really incredible to take this God that we see on paper and scripture sometimes, and we don't really know how to put him into a tangible thing and uh, the elements, you know, the earth, wind, fire, water, stone. Hydrogen. That's not one of them. Corillium. Um, but just, yeah, this God who is revealed by nature, revealed by miracles, revealed by all of these things that we can experience. Uh, I'll talk through that. Volunteering. This is uh, Amy and Kehun. Uh They are... Uh, it is doing different volunteer activities around the city, things like Feed My Starving Children or serving a meal at, at a shelter. And uh, the, I, their heart is obviously to serve different needs in community, but let me tell you, there is no better way to build really cool, meaningful relationships than working or serving together. Mm. I know that they are going to Feed My Stro- Starving Children here in just a couple days, and uh, they've got uh, a bunch of other things that are in the works. and. So check out the details on that. There's a lot of room to get involved in this volunteering one. And for all of these, uh, they they all have different degrees of like, do I have to go to all of them or should I just go to some of them? And uh, the volunteering is definitely one that you don't have to go to all, but go to one of them. Go, yeah. one, go to one of them. Yeah, jump in and see what's going on in our community and help yep. out. And lastly, Jenny's doing a I Love Winter, and it's the parentheses in it is I Want to <clears throat> Love Winter. And uh, they are doing on Saturday the 8th, they're doing a, uh, there's open curling here in the North Loop neighborhood at the Nordic building, and they're doing some ice skating, they're doing some sledding. Uh, Also coming up, and this is something, Zach, you and Ty, I'm not, you guys got to do it. Uh, In February, the end of February, there is a polar plunge at Lake Calhoun for the Special Olympics. Yeah. Let's do it. It's, I've always wanted to. I'm in. Ty. No, my, my... No, no, no. no but I don't no, want to hear any excuses. I don't want to hear any excuses. My Arizona no, 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 This no, no, isn't no, no, an excuse. No. This is a reason. My Arizona blood just can't handle See, it. See, no. I think you don't understand what blood is, but... <laughs> it's... Actually, I've... So I'm... I apparently don't have Arizona blood. I've done this dozens and dozens of times. And the most surreal experience about jumping into a, a hole cut on the ice is you jump in and it hurts so bad and then you get out... And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter how cold it is outside, you feel so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's the start of uh, hypothermia. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's, yeah. that's when you, <clears throat> your body so is shut down. Bad. Yeah. And it's, it's just the grace of God saying, hey, you know what? You're going to die, but not in pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, God, for your creation. Uh, uh, you are real. <laughs> it's amazing how you can hold your breath, and then as soon as you enter the water, you feel this... Even though I'm holding my breath, I still need to... Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, this makes me want to do this. Oh, it's yeah. so great. It's amazing. Uh, Jenny has, she told me again yesterday that she would love to cheer but refuses to do it. And so <laughs> this, the whole point of everybody who's involved in the I Love Winter Connection group is to get Jenny to do the jump into get the Get Jenny water. to get in the water. Yep. So everyone text Jenny if you got her number. Yep. Encourage her, pray for her that she <laughs> Step into this water. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about a message that uh, Ty is prepared. He's going to be speaking at all of our communities. And so thanks for, for listening. Welcome back. You're, you're, gone, you're gone for so long. See, Ty, you can't, you, can't, you can't do your whatever your Darth Vader voice, and then, oh, hey, hey, we're back, we're back. Oh, that's what we talked about last week. Yeah, if no, you're that's what we, what that's what we, about. So, so you're saying I permanently have to talk like James Earl Jones? No, 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 for the rest no, of this, for the rest that, of this I promise, that's, I no. promise that's not what we're saying. No, they've, it's not you, it's them, because they've said the same thing about me. They're like you do these, oh, do these big listen, deep voices. Listen, here, here's this is and so then you back t- off. Yeah, Ty. Something really when when Zach is oh. he's talking about something he enjoys, he's three times as loud and and everything. And then it's like the thing that's the most important that he cares about the most is when he's just back <laughs> And I I gotta make sure there's no false energy attached to the things that are really so you, important. You would be a terrible nine 80s and nineties. Pentecostal preacher because yeah they, I, anytime it'd be, back, it'd be backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's ready for communion? <laughs> uh, the Lord really uh, is real. He's here. <laughs> He's with us. I uh, uh, I was brought a whole bunch of kids to uh, a camp in Iowa back in the mid '90s, and the speaker at that camp was a screamer beyond screaming. Yeah. Like he would scream like his, like his greeting. He just screamed. Yeah. And then like the third day, he just was really raspy and was losing his voice. And I thought, Hallelujah. Yeah. This is so great. But he actually got. He continued to scream just with this, like through his tracheotomy. Yeah. And so anyway, um, I'm sure he's listening. I can't. I couldn't picture him or know his name. But hopefully today, uh, he's either completely lost his voice and can't speak anymore or he's changed his ways he's wow that i take that back he's well, become <laughs> ty what are you talking about rescue us <laughs> what is rescue the, me what is the what's going on that's going um yeah so um rachel i've been kind of on this journey of church planting and okay so kind of that could be removed from that statement yeah, I guess I guess we're doing. It's happening. Planting. It's happening. You got yeah. business um, cards, man. It's on. <laughs> oh, those business cards make it so real. But you know what's funny is I've, I've actually told someone that we're pastors, we're church planting, and the first question was, "Do you have cards?" At the you, time, we didn't have cards. Yeah. Right. So, but but now we have cards. So. Yeah. Um, but part of this this whole journey, I think, a really easy pitfall in Christianity in general, um, is to be the superhero um to Hmm. be the person who's like i'm gonna do this awesome thing for god um and we see it we see this all over in scripture david wants to build the temple and god's like nope you're not the one who's gonna do it because you've killed too many people right and and you and you've seen like there's other times where people like i'm gonna do this awesome thing for god and they don't have the wherewithal to actually listen to god Mm. Um, and and so they don't they don't stop themselves from doing this awesome thing and there's consequences that kind of come with that, um, and so we're really talking and contrasting there about how what does it look like instead of doing things for God, um, partnering with God, doing life with God and and with people too. You yeah, think about what's happening internally uh, behind the scenes and somebody. Uh, who says, God, you need me. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm so glad that you're going to use me. But those are all like internal. What's happening internally is um, I've got the skills, I've got the capability, and I'm willing. And uh, mm-hmm. God, you know what? You can just hang there. I'll show you. Let me show you what I did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. 
And I think a lot of it um, comes from we exist in this um, know, sort of economy where it's like we're so used to um, favor exchanges where if I take the trash out for my neighbor, I expect, you know, that when mm. I need the, them to help me jump my car, that they'll do it. Or there's there's exchange of, of favors. Um, but even before that, um, just this thought that exists is um, we have a few pets and Rachel always wants more pets. So, mm. so Rachel, take all your pets. Um, wow, that's dangerous. It's, yep. Yeah, I know. But she won't actually because I'll stop Here's her. the thing, though. Is that you say you have all these pets, but you don't have anything that barks or meows. Yeah, nothing that... It squeaks. It squeaks so much. Oh, he has so much personality. Does your... Does, it's a gerbil? It's a hamster. hamster. He's got and, a lot and, of hamsterality. He does. He has a lot of hamsterality. Uh-huh. What is that? You know, it's like personality, oh, except for hamsters. Yeah, that was terrible. That was... You <laughs> have crossed into dad joke. <laughs> How many pets do you guys have? Um, so we have one hamster. We have five fish. Huh. Um, and... Do they have names? They all have names, and Rachel's going to be mad if I don't name them all correctly, so I'm going to name none of them. Perfect. Good. Yeah. I, you want to know my fish tank story? Is it too, can I not? Should I? I don't it? know your fish tank story. You so. don't? This is one of my favorite moments <laughs> of my life, is that, so I had these, the gigantic, like, koi sunfish in a tank when I was in college. Yeah. I had, like, a, I don't know, 20-gallon tank, a big, big, maybe it was 25 tank, and, uh. It was the last day when we were checking out of the dorms, and I had packed everything up. My car was loaded, and I was just like, the fish tank was the last thing, because I didn't want the fish to die. I was yeah. going to bag them up and haul them. And so all I had was a like a 8-ounce styrofoam cup to empty this tank. No. And so I took, like, and it was on the other side of the sink. So I started cup, 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 and I did this for about 10 minutes of hauling cup by cup of water to the sink. No. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to pick this up and carry this into the bathroom. No. <laughs> and no. so I picked up the tank and I, like, it's so heavy. Staggered. I, I staggered into the bathroom and my roommate had cleaned the bathroom and the floor was still wet and soapy. He, like, yeah. used, like, and I hit it and I slipped. My feet went out and I crumbled to my knees. And it hurt my knees so bad that I then fell forward onto the fish tank and just goosh, and I was bloody. The fish were uh, splattering on the floor. <laughs> game over. Game over. Oh, and so all of a sudden, I, it was this crushing moment. I'm like, I don't have a fish tank anymore, and my fish are laying on the bathroom floor. And soapy water. And soapy water, and my knees are. I'm like, it, I looked like a like I was just murdered. Oh yeah yeah. That yeah, was a great moment. Mm. Yeah. I flushed the fish. Yeah. It was so sad. It's actually, I've really kind of mourned the moment because I'm like, I, I, I quickly, like, with holding my fish in my hands, I'm like, does anybody have a fish tank? Does anybody want these fish? And then there was nothing. They were gone. And I had to flush uh, them. That, yeah. I feel, I still mourn. I'm, I feel bad. Yeah. I sad. hope they're still living in the sewers of Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> okay. That's my fish. Sorry. That was... Oh man, those poor fish. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, learned. so back to the pets. I'm sorry. Lesson learned. Um, but I don't. Know, we got the, so we got this hamster like the start of this year, and there's something about this hamster. He's like a little jerk. Wow. Um, he'll. I've never had a hamster who bites. We've just always have had him like, kind of docile hamsters. This hamster will bite if you're doing something that ticks him off. Um, and that's pretty normal for hamsters, I found out. But there's something, like, when I see his cute little chubby body that's like, oh, my goodness, this thing is so cute. I yeah. love this I love this little hamster so much. And then Rachel and I aren't parents. We don't have any kids. But, like, just when we visited our nephews or, or like, when we've heard from parents, is like, on a whole new extreme level when you see a cute baby. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my goodness, I love this thing. I just have to love this thing. And so just like, we get thinking about this thought is like, babies and hamsters can't do anything for you. Hmm. Like there's nothing of of value they can add to your life on. Like they can't like help with the chores around the house. Um, they actually cost more, more as far as like the amount in. That's not what we found. No. Oh wait. 
yeah. But but like something in you is like, okay, I I, I love this yeah. this creature. Yeah. Um and or I or I love this baby. And so um sort of this idea is like babies can't do anything for you mm-hmm. but you still love them. Um and then building out from there into this idea that um into that kind of a, a relationship economy and how we bring a relationship economy to God mm-hmm. and um, how broken that is that um, a lot of times, and I know that Rachel and I even have, have had seasons where um, about two years ago when we first started trying to jump into this journey of church planting, nothing worked. Nothing, like we tried to move to the cities and there were no apartments. There, We got one place and they ended up calling us back the day that we were supposed to move in and said, hey, by the way, you no longer can have this apartment. Wow. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, we were watching all these people who were not trying to do things for God, and they were getting new jobs. They were moving to larger houses. They were doing all these cool things. We were going, all right, we're trying to do this thing for you, God, <laughs> and you're yeah. not you're not getting the picture that, like, we're doing this thing for you, so you have to do something for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And just and how that, broken that, that is, was. That's... I mean, you don't have to be in church planting or uh, uh, for sure not a pastor to really feel that. that it, and it can just be in a moment. Like, hey, God, I'm, I, did, I stopped to talk to the, this person that was holding a sign, and I, I humanized them, and I'm doing this for you, God. Now, what are you going to do for me? Mm-hmm. Man, that's so easy to do really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your resolve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... And the result, the kind of kind of the journey is is, is like realizing that um, that part of this economy is actually actually is, is nothing new um, because in the Bible times they would offer sacrifices and something that's not talked about a ton about sacrifices um, or the reason why like um, God prohibits the use of His name is that sacrifices or calling on a God's name was kind of supernatural arm bending the whole point of it was i do this thing for god and or this god i call in his name and he has to listen to me he has to he has to respond no matter what his response is um and and god several times throughout scripture we see that the israelites are are still offering sacrifices but they're kind of playing both ends of the fence Mm -hmm. and they show that they've they've really missed it that um what God ultimately doesn't want is is sacrifice. He doesn't want people to do things for him. Doesn't need us to do things for him. Um, but that he wants us to partner in what he's already yeah. Obey, doing. I desire obedience, not yeah. sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think you saying that, just, I mean, the, a clear moment for me is when Elijah's in the showdown with the prophets of Baal. Yeah. And the prophets of Baal are, you know, screaming, dancing, cutting themselves to try to get fire to fall on this mm-hmm. altar. It's such a great narrative. And mm-hmm. uh, and the thing that's starkly different is Elijah goes up and he soaks the, the altar, but then he just goes, God, this is for your glory. It's not about me. Fire fall. And it's like, it's so anticlimactic. Like we feel like in order yeah. to get God to do something, you got to cut ourselves like the prophets of Baal. Right. Well, there's, there's even a level of that story that I actually learned about in preparing for this message is that um, Baal was was supposed to be, um, and Baal could, would have been many different gods, but one of one of them that would worship would have been the god of rain. And so mm-hmm. before this showdown, Elijah actually had gone to the queen and said, "All right, God says it's not going to rain until yeah. I say it's going to rain. That yeah. no matter what you do, which is right in the face of Baal. Right. It's mm-hmm. a it's a direct, it's a direct um, confrontation to who Baal is supposed to be. I just like that he's. He's getting to a point where he's mocking the prophets of Baal. Oh, that's my favorite. Where, where is he? Is he pooping? Maybe he's <laughs> sleeping. Huh? Do he, you, did he go on vacation? He's taking a number two. <laughs> really? It's oh, a great narrative. Man, those Norse prophets of Baal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From North Dakota. Yeah. Oh. It, maybe, maybe he's maybe, playing hockey. Maybe, maybe he's eating some hot. tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but he's not here. No, nope. he got tapioca here. Go ask Trudy here. Van Uten where he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So. <laughs> so thanks for coming out of that. So, so hard, hard digress. Yeah. Yeah. To 
to kind of loop it back though is this idea is that um is that um really god doesn't need anything from us hmm. and and what he really wants is us um so there's it, there's this level where um Rachel and I even even now even as we're doing this church planting thing we have done a lot of things yep. I would say that we're doing God's already working in our community it's really awesome mm. like some examples are like we tried to have dinner parties early on and like we invited all of our neighbors yeah and none of them came yeah and then we that like helped us realize okay like doing this huge big thing right off the bat yeah. um wasn't personal enough and I think what God's trying to do and what I really appreciate about Corner Churches is that, yes, it's this larger thing, but God's very personal. Yeah. So we began just knocking on doors, which was super great, too. Well, it's um, the least, not only Minnesotan or Midwestern, it's like in oh. in our culture as a whole, it's tough. We were dying. Well, in an apartment building, I, I imagine it's even worse than like, because if you're, you're a neighbor and you're in a house you feel maybe some sort of obligation, like, I wonder what they need. But, like, in an apartment, it's like, there's nothing that they could need because they could just call management. <laughs> and so, yeah. I don't what know why this... What are you selling? What are you selling? Yeah, exactly. And, but it led to us meeting, um, it led to us meeting one couple, which is just, like, so far, they've been the people we're most deeply connected to in our yeah. community, which is, which is awesome. And then that led us to... Um, meeting Darius who works for the city and, and all that stuff like everyone has kind of snowballed um, but oftentimes it's usually after we try to do something hmm. and um, and then God ends up taking what we did our effort our work and he ends up doing something even better than we could picture yeah. but usually on a smaller scale yeah um, which is great because Rachel and I are like we want to do the big thing but we warm up to people slowly which is our hurdle um and so it's been nice is that is that god has slowly introduced us to a widening network yep so so yeah it's just it's just this like really good picture is that like we we're doing stuff and it's not saying don't do anything but it's more realizing taking that pause up really okay god's already at work he's already doing things Mm -hmm. and stepping out to do the work with him Mm -hmm. and then leaving the results in his hand and being being that patient listening to God. Okay, God, what is it you actually want me to do next? What is it What is it that actually came out of this? Hmm. Um, and so... We, yeah. how, what are you going to... I mean, what's the, the challenge that you're going to leave? Because it's easy to say, and this is something that, I mean, you're walking in. It's easy yeah. to say, well, that's great for you, Ty. You're, you're doing this crazy thing of church planting, oh. or that's easy for pastors but what about break down those walls how yeah. is this for all of us um so I'm, I'm gonna say so far everything that rachel and i have done and pretty soon all the stuff that we're going to be doing is something that everyone can do mm. um because we're could can should should, That's should. Just, yeah um and because to be an intentional neighbor is i mean that that's it's so christ-like it's countercultural, really. It's really countercultural. Yeah. We talked a few months ago about that, how it's easy. American culture, United States, is really easy to just be a good neighbor who doesn't get involved Invisible. in people's yeah. lives, shows yeah. up only when they're really needed, doesn't ask hard questions. You yeah. know, but yeah. Christ-like neighbor is, man, you're, you're in people's face a lot with, hey, I'm here to connect with you. Yep. Yep. And if yeah. you, the misnomer is that uh without that you can build meaningful relationships yeah and because the common recurring phrase in fact i uh, connected with a a man named eric at our neighborhood annual meeting this week and uh he's from harlem new york and he's the most extrovert guy i've I've met in a while more than you man he's extroverted he was and uh it was like an extroversion competition. Him and I just—that was so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, him with his New York accent and me <laughs> trying to—I don't know what I was. Anyway, but uh, but he here this raging extrovert guy was saying, "Man, it's so hard to meet people here." And 
that was, do, a, was that do, a good accent? You do a really uh, Rocky Balboa. Really good accent. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, but he was here. Here's this guy who, you know, was getting to know everybody in the room, but him, like his real statement was, uh, "Man, I can't. I don't. I can't meet anybody here. I haven't met anybody mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I'm alone." Yeah. yeah. And so, that call to do what Ty and Rachel are doing. Is not just like something novel. It's something that's so radically needed, and God's into it. Yeah, and and so far, like things we've done, like knocking on doors, bringing treats, all these things are on the list of things you're not supposed to do anymore because <laughs> because apparently if you do them, you're you're some sort of burglar or a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you're trying to drug them, um, which oh. I suggest doing none of those things. That's good. Thank you for making that obvious. Yeah. But but I do suggest is like if you don't know your neighbors you can get to know your neighbors and it doesn't have to be this um doesn't have to be a salesman sort of thing yeah it because because really the call of this message is um is what does it look like to walk with people through their highs their lows um through their questions like Mm. and and a lot of that is the same way that that rachel and i have gone out and thought okay we're gonna do these really big things and god's gonna kind of pull this back and be like, all right, here's the scale that I want to do something right now. Yeah. Um, it's the same way that it's like, we have to be okay with, um, we have to be okay with where the people are. We want to keep pushing, but sometimes we don't lead the dance. Like, and that's, that's really important is, is living life with means you have to keep pace. Wow. And, um, and that's, that's the harder part. The hardest part of this isn't, isn't knocking on the doors, isn't, isn't saying hello and asking, questions about their life it's really is is can you hold yourself back enough to walk with their pace where they're at yeah um and and then um kind of a double-edged challenge of this is is that as followers of christ um rachel and i still like in our head like we have to constantly rewire that um doing things for god because church planting is has gotten this culture about it and so is christian life about um doing things for God and um, rewiring ourselves and, and asking that question is, okay, what does it look like to do life with God? What is God doing? Pausing and taking that recognition around your world. Um, I know Greg says often is that um, someone who is um, in his world and he looks at and there's and he sees that they're doing something good, um, that they can be doing the work of God, even if they have would say they have no personal relationship with mm. God. Mm. Um, and so, so really it's just like on the same level, you can recognize God working through someone it's taking and pausing and going, okay, God, what is it that you are wanting to do and how can I walk in step with you? Um, and those are like, they sound really simple and cliche yeah. challenges. They're, they're so hard and they're, they're honestly something that is constantly a reminder that, that thing that we ask ourselves. Well, such a key in life and faith and, and parenting and being a, a friend or a spouse, all these things, is that what to do, and we're, our theme for 2020 is reconciliation, and what to do in reconciliation, there are blind spots, but knowing what to do is easy. Yeah. Doing, yeah. being, which is what God has called us, and being partnership with him. It's, it's not just like, yeah, God, I'm so glad that I know what I'm supposed to do, but if you don't do anything, it's empty. Well, yeah. Ty, thanks for investing in community. We're so proud of you and you and Rachel. And uh, um, so many great things are ahead and you guys in discipling community, investing in community. And uh, we're honored to have you on our team. And so thanks for being that. Um, thanks for listening. Be part of church community somewhere. Mm-hmm. Invest in community. That's our constant message. Uh, the body of Christ is better with you. So thanks. We'll see you later. Adios. Adios.